morning, it's the Worker's Beat. I'm Gene Lassen, the beautiful redhead. Enters the room to applause. And that's her applause. <laughs> Good morning, it's Bonnie Mathias. Bonnie Mathias, explain your shirt. What does your shirt say? My shirt says... Uh, we need, we need to talk about the elephant in the womb. Okay. And on the Worker's Beat, of course, we always talk about everything from the point of view of working people. And we like to start with things you can do. News you There's can supposed to be a voting rights rally somewhere in Dallas, but I don't know. They didn't tell me where. Well, that's so, not going to be very helpful. Well, I think there'll be another one on uh, September 28th. Okay. On September the 19th at 1 o'clock, there's a rally for Palestine at the Below Gardens, 1014 Main in Dallas. That's at 1 o'clock, September 19th. That's today, isn't it? No, it's tomorrow. 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 Okay, September the 20th is the LACLA Day of Action on Immigration to call on our senators to support a path of citizenship for the broadest segment of undocumented workers as possible, as well as to support the PRO Act and the American Jobs Plan. Yay! And they gave this number, 833-770-1697. And that is toll-free. September the 20th through the 27th, Moral Monday, uh, not through, it's, it's every Monday, the 20th and the 27th, Moral Mondays will hold public rallies, and that's what the Poor People's Campaign. So I don't think those are in Dallas. I no, those are in Austin. Austin at the Capitol, and they're becoming more and more popular uh, as our Texas goofballs, goobers, that's what we'll call them, the goobers. Okay. September the 20th, we think, will be the expiration of the American Postal Workers Union contract. We would like to see them get a good contract before then, but I understand that it often goes past the deadline. September the 23rd is North Texas Giving Day. That's right. And September the 20th, and you the can... third special Texas legislative oh, God, session to start, great. our third one. Third we one. have to grind on grind. with the legislature. And, and let me just tell you, boys and girls, we are not laying down. And they, the Democrats are not laying down. I'm still waiting for them to down. do something good. Well, they did one little thing good. What? September the 23rd <laughs> at 6 p.m., I think. September 23rd at 6 p.m., the school board meeting in Dallas at yes. 5151 Samuel Boulevard. Yes. I hope that that's accurate. If it's not, call me at 972-647-1893. September the 24th at 7 p.m., the DFW Y'all Movie Night. Y'all is Young Active Labor Leaders. They have their movie night. Oh, cool. September the 25th, there may be a gen another general strike in India. It's been kind of ongoing mostly among the agricultural works, workers. September 28th is National Voter Registration Day. October the 1st is International Senior Citizens Day. All right. October we got a day to our, all to ourselves. Uh, October the 14th <laughs> is the Y'all DFW Monthly Meeting. October the 18th will be the beginning of early voting. Yes. Right, Bonnie? Yes, sir. The 18th through the 29th for Bonnie, early Bonnie, do you voting. have any idea what we're voting on? Yes, because there, of some there, amendments or something. There are eight constitutional amendments, and quite frankly, I am looking at them. We have one of our attorneys kind of looking at them to decipher what it really means. Um, some of the information that I have been able to garner is the uh, how the, the Democratic Legislative Caucus actually voted, whether or not to take it to the voters. Uh, so uh, you can see... So it's technical stuff? Uh, 
Yes, some of it, you know. The, you better, we better get, we better find out so I we will, can explain it. I people. will be bringing that information next week, so Good. we should have it all all together by next week. Okay, the Dallas AFL CIO met last Thursday night. We did, and they hosted. Uh, the by the way, the host of the whole program was our own Bonnie Mathias. I did. I got to chair the, the meeting. Of the meeting. Ray had a family emergency and asked me to chair the meeting. So uh, our guest was, one of our guests was Secretary Treasurer Leonard Aguilar of oh. the Texas of the state AFL-CIO. And he said this as a quote. He, he was given an outline of all the stuff that's happening in Texas. And mm-hmm. he said, quote, things can change by the minute. So that worked right in because we had already been talking about the idea that we need a rapid response team. Right. So people are supposed to contact Mariah Warwick and get in on the rapid response team. Uh, I've got her email, but it's easier to just give out mine. GeneLance19 at gmail.com. GeneLance19, 19 is a numeral. GeneLance19 at gmail.com. Write to me and I'll put you in touch with the uh, team for rapid response yeah you know there's a history of this back when back when automobiles were fairly new unions invented the idea of flying pickets so they didn't know where the scabs were going to come they didn't know where the the uh, national guard might hit them or the police might hit them so they would just have a bunch of people just standing by and then and then they and then when they when something did happen they would jump in their automobiles and fly over there, get over there as fast as they could. I love it. So this, uh, that's the idea of a flying picket. So we, we need something like that now. Of course, mostly what happens is online. Right. So mostly right. people would just be sitting at home. But, exactly. But if they got an email or a text real quickly, it would probably be a text. Say, let's all hit so-and-so. Let's all go to there. Or let's call so-and-so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be your rapid response. And labor needs a rapid response. Because Absolutely. things are happening, and they're happening to us. Yes, they are. Uh, and uh, the legislature yes, is, really. is responsible. They did do one good thing. They gave a 13th pension check to the teacher retirees. That was one good thing that they did uh, out okay, of, I don't know, one. 50 or 100 Horrible things. 972-647-1893 if you have an opinion. I believe that I heard that there were 666 laws that were passed between the first and second special session. 666. Isn't that a little frightening? Interesting because that's a biblical number. That's a little frightening. Yeah. That's like, of course, you know, Governor Hot Wheels, what are you going to do? What yeah. are you gonna do? He's got his he's him and all of his GOP buddies got their nose all up in women's business. That's I'm true. so not happy. So not happy. And that's why you're wearing the t shirt that says <laughs> we need to talk about the elephant in the womb. In the womb. And W-O. the elephant of course is a Republican. Yes. And I have a womb with Philippian tubes on my shirt. On your shirt. Good morning, thanks for calling Canna Win. Good morning, Gene. Hi. Morning, Imani. <laughs> when you did, I, I, like I said, I was in, the, in Vietnam. I was in Special Forces. And the first thing we did was cut off people's communication sources. Mm-hmm. So I just suddenly wanted to see if y'all would still be on the air. But, uh, Imani, let me ask you as a veteran, what did, what did you think about the news this morning that uh, the Pentagon has admitted that they blew up a bunch of civilians, including seven oh, children? Geez. 
back when they were bragging that they had gotten uh, some ISIS, some some bad guy from the from the terrorist side, and then a week or two later they had to admit that it wasn't that it was an aid worker from the United States Oops. who was carrying milk cans in his truck, yeah. and they blew him up and killed seven children and a bunch oh of other people. God. Well. Here's what I had. I had a flashback because I remember 1975 when they was they falling off the airplanes. Now they falling off, and then they falling off the ship. Uh-huh. Uh, we go in there. 21 years we fought that war, spent trillions of dollars uh-huh. in Vietnam. Doctor King talked about that. That's why he got killed because he was telling about the war industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Then I looked at it the other day. I said. Wow, when I started studying how much money they spent over there, oh. America can't keep fighting these wars and losing wars like this. Mm-hmm. And and going in, I remember Colonel Kelly. I was there when Colonel Kelly was there, and uh, the Eli Massacre, uh. when he killed all those Vietnamese kids. You remember that, James? I sure oh, yeah. Do. Yeah, I remember. But I was there in 1968, and I, and I had a flashback. In fact, I'm, I'm writing a little book on that with a. I wanted to tell my people, especially my, my, my good, the lighter colored brothers and sisters, people, if you read your history <clears throat> book, we were brought here to work. You were brought here to be the prison guard. I mean, you're talking to people in Alabama, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida. They're using both of us poor. They're using the poor people to fight each other while the rich people are getting richer. They always do that, don't they? Thank you so much, Imani. I got some, some people waiting. Thank you. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hello. Good, Good morning. morning. So go, this, uh, go ahead. You're on the, the air. All right. Excellent. The um, the open carry bill in particular has got me thinking about gun control a whole bunch. Um, and it seems to me like a lot of the gun control proposals out there are aimed at while making it harder for working-class people to get guns. Like, if you're rich in this country, you can go buy yourself a full-auto machine gun, no problem. You can go mm-hmm. get one right now if you want one. If you can afford yep. it, you can go buy one exactly. right now. Strap it on right here in Texas. Exactly. But, you know, if you have 60 grand to spend or whatever. <laughs> well. <but laughs> I was afraid there'd be a lot of shootings in the first week or so, but there hasn't been. No, no more than usual. Mm-hmm. No more than usual. Yeah, yeah. It just, it just seems to me that if, you know, you put, like, Biden's proposal to put $200 taxes on every magazine and rifle out there, if you're going to go after working-class people's guns, you should go after the rich people's guns as well. Mm-hmm. Everybody, I mean, you yeah, know. taxing guns is not uh, no, not going to work because that just stops the poor people from having Yeah, them. and that just that just promotes black market, and which we have plenty of that. Uh, uh-huh. 200,000 deaths in Mexico last year, and most of them were caused by weapons that came from, wait for it, wait for it, Texas. Right. <laughs> 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 so what do you think should be done, brother? Um, probably your best bet, if, if you're going to try to control violence, you're probably better off trying to um, put more restrictions on ammo sales if your goal is to restrict violence rather than the guns themselves. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know if either one of them is going to work at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a very controversial it's issue. It's a very controversial right. issue. And uh, yeah. a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of working people don't want gun control. 
and uh, right. and because, you know, the problem is that it's like an epidemic. There's so many people gotten killed. Well, and unfortunately, we have people who are are you know they're afraid of the tyrannical government. Swear and to God. And at each other, yes. Yes, yes. We appreciate your call, brother. And Thank you can call you. us, too, at 972-647-1893. I have a story about guns. Okay. One time I got a Klan threat at my house. Dang. Yeah, well, I've always had a little problem with the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> and, uh, a little and, radical, are you? And the, the newspapers came, you know, and they said, said what are you going to do? And I said, well, I'll sleep with a shotgun under my bed. And uh, so... Right after that, right after I did that, uh, the guy that was what we called the organizer in my group back then, he said, you really have a shotgun? I said, yeah. And he said, get rid of it and don't ever say anything like that again. And I said, uh, what? <laughs> and he, he said, uh, you're just inviting trouble. He says, you, you're, you're gonna cause more trouble than, than you're gonna get. I mean, then you're gonna save. And he said, we, we expect the police to take care of us. We expect the police to do their jobs and not acting on behalf of the Klan. So uh, I, I did. I got rid of the gun. And I said, from then on, I said, when, when I had Klan trouble, I said, <laughs> we, expect to, we expect the city uh, to do something about this. And uh, I didn't say I'm sleeping with a shotgun under my bed anymore. Wow. That's crazy. Well, it's it's interesting. It there, is there interesting. There are interesting ins and outs yeah. about the guns, about the guns story. That's very. Interesting. I've got some good news. The Southwest Airlines is offering sixteen hours of extra pay. Okay. To employees who get vaccinated before November the fifteenth. So if you work for Southwest Airlines and you're not vaccinated, make sure they know that you're going to get vaccinated because you're going to get sixteen hours of pay. See, we well, should That's really worthwhile. I just got to say one thing. We shouldn't have to pay you to go get the damn shot. My well, God. Well, you shouldn't have to, but people, But if we have to, whatever it takes. And American Airlines is kind of fumbling and they, apparently they haven't decided what they want to do about vaccination. Well, and And there's the big argument of course is cause President Biden is saying get the shot or else, you know, yeah, I mean, you have to be tested every week. And I don't know how, how easy it is to get those tests. I imagine, you know, do you really want a swab stuck up in your brain through your nose? <laughs> do you really want know. that every week? I don't even know how hard it is. I, but, uh, I don't want to find out. But there's uh, nationwide, this is a big argument that's going on. You can get in on it and just tell us what you think at 972-647-1893. I got some more good news. Okay. The total American families living in poverty fell from 11.8% to 9.1% in 2020 due, guess what, stimulus payments. Yep. Because the government was helping. And because of the pandemic, poverty level for a family of four is $26,250 a year. So if you make less than that in your family of four, then you're in poverty. How you do make you... more than that in your family of four, then you make then you're not in poverty. <laughs> but but uh, you're still broke. <laughs> we really we really have got to readjust the poverty levels in this country. How come on, man? So Four I got people. one more thing I found is good news. Okay, one more piece this of good news. This concerns Mark Cuban. Okay, I like Mark it. Cuban is well known in Dallas. He's our kind of our own private billionaire. At least he's our, our Kinda, pub yeah, he's publicly our, known billionaire. That's right. He says he has a scheme to help lower drug prices. And that, that was in the Texas Monthly. And uh, anybody's going to help 
lower drug prices is on my side, right? Because drug prices go up a lot faster than everything else, and that's that's really tearing the tearing up the world and for we just, retirees. We just talked about that uh, in our little our little broadcast that we do prior to to the show, and you can see that on Gene's Facebook page and on my Facebook page. Also, we talked about four Democrats. Three on the on one committee and one on another committee voted against including Medicare being able to negotiate drug prices. Yeah, that's the main that's the main idea people have to lower drug prices is that they should be able to negotiate it. The way the law reads, the one that got passed under the Bush administration is that they you can't. have to pay whatever the pharmacy companies charge. Yeah, that's right. That's if they right. want it, it wants you to pay 50 bucks and it only costs them five cents, uh, that's, that's what, what you have to pay. Or not, ha- or not have it. But people in, in Canada, they negotiate their drug prices. That's, right. that's why their prices are so much that's cheaper. Right. And that's why we can actually buy drugs from Canada. So we were very <laughs> let down when we found out that four Democrats... Of course, all the Republicans vote against this stuff. Well, of course. They vote, they're basically, they're voting for Big Pharma yep. to go ahead and make all these obscene profits. Yep. So there was four Democrats that Bonnie and I named yeah, on I got Facebook their na- a while I've got ago. their names, so I'm going to do a little research and mm-hmm. see. They uh, weren't Texans. No, they weren't Texans. That's a good thing. But I am going to do a little research on those four and see where their campaign contributions come from. Call us. You can call during the break. We're going to be breaking for just a minute, 972-647-1893. We're back on the air, 972-647-1893. I'm Gene Lance. This is Bonnie Mathias. Bonnie, what what did you say you're reading? You were talking in a break. What are you reading? I'm reading The Accommodation. They just reprinted The Accommodation. That's right. Deep Vellum uh, Publishing actually uh, re-released the The first time they tried to publish it, they squelched it. Oh, my gosh. And there were only a few copies, but but we have one. I I actually have an autographed copy. Thank you. Jim. We read it years ago, but what are, what are you reading in it now? What do you think? Uh, well, it's I'm, I'm very early in the book, but I watched uh, John Wally Price and and Jim Shoots did an interview on KERA the other night, uh, and it was on the it was on TV actually, mm-hmm. uh, online. I'm sorry, it was on YouTube. Uh, very interesting because John Wiley Price wrote the foreword uh, to the re-release, mm-hmm. and they these two have not always seen eye to eye. No, uh, but which is kind of that's lot like putting it mildly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they're now they're they're older and they see the how things were then and how they are now. And how things have changed, but how they've stayed the same. Let's make sure everybody knows what you're talking about. This is a period in in, in Dallas. In Dallas. During desegregation, during the civil rights movement. In the 50s. And a few African-Americans yeah. people began to move into a section that was known as South Dallas. Right. That at that time was white. In fact, mostly, mostly, mostly Jewish. Mostly Jewish families, yes. And uh, they were moving out and abandoning some, some and selling some very nice homes which uh, some of the more affluent African-American people were buying. That's right. And then the Klan stepped in. And said, oh, we can't have that. They started blowing up people's houses with dynamite. And churches and, and, you know, just 
just general uh, jerk stuff. So you know. Jim Schutz at that time was a reporter for the uh, Dallas Times Herald. Herald. Times Herald. Yeah, Dallas Times Herald. And uh, so he he uh, collected, you know, what happened through the whole thing. He, he wrote a book on it. Very and interesting. They, the book publishers squelched it the yeah. best they could. They sure did. And but, it was for years there was actually a PDF uh, going around that was the book. This and, is this is online. Yeah, it was a, it was a, a bootleg kind uh-huh. of thing because nobody would publish it. And uh, John Wally Price went to Jim and said, "You know, Jim, you should you should re, you know you should get that book published." And he, I guess Jim looked at him and said, "Yeah, why don't you?" Because uh, you know Jim had tried tried and tried and tried over the years uh, but here we have Deep Vellum Publishing right here in Deep Vellum uh, mm-hmm. picked up the publishing rights and uh, so now you can get a copy yeah, of can, the accommodation well, I believe actually the book I believe comes out for public release on the 28th that's I've, very I got good a, to know. Uh, you can still buy one uh, at Deep Vellum. If you read a lot of Dallas history which oh, I, 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 I claim to have read quite a bit <laughs> you will find that there never were any race problems in Dallas. In fact, they never even had any slaves. <laughs> and uh, they got through the Civil War without a, without an incident. Lies! And they did not have, didn't have any trouble at all uh, adjusting after the Civil War. Because the history of Dallas is even worse than the history of Texas. It is so whitewashed. It, it is, is ridiculous. Completely whitewashed and, and very hard to... <laughs> Very hard to find out what really happened. But that book, The Accommodation, kind of blew the lid off of that. Baby. And then later on, a newer book book called White Metropolis. Yep, that's another one. Will tell you about the real history of Dallas. And it's it's pretty shocking. It's pretty. This is and continues to be a very racist city. And I don't care who you are. You got to admit it. Uh, it has been and crazy. is. Yes. A very, uh, in fact, the head of the clan was here. Uh, the and in fact the oh, that's uh, right. The Grand Wizard was here. Yeah, and that's the right. uh, yeah. and uh, he was a dentist, I believe, in <laughs> I Dallas. Right. And he was the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan oh, during God. the early twenties when when the Ku Klux Klan was very very powerful throughout the South. And furthermore, they were, a, they were a Christian organization. Yeah, and First Baptist Church has always been up to their waist. That would it. be Dr. Criswell. Yeah. Yes, well, Dr. there was Criswell. even there was one before him, and then Dr. Criswell himself were uh, were as I said up to their waist in racism in Dallas. And, and but don't, you don't find that out unless you read books like The Accommodation or White Metropolis. Or you live here for an extended <laughs> period of time. Or if you happen to be African-American. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know that you might right know off. something. Yeah. But for the most part, somebody's studying history of Texas or and specifically studying the history of Dallas you need will to find those. very, very little yeah. that, uh, that, that reflects the true... Uh, state of race relations in this town you can call us at 972-647-1893 you don't have to hear our opinions we you know folks that live south of interstate 30 uh we have suffered for decades uh for services gene lives in oak cliff uh i live in pleasant grove and gene's neighborhood is man they are just Wow. Regentrifying. That's, I mean, regentrifying. They're driving out the poor people. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. And it's just so upsetting. 
and and one of my coworkers has actually he bought a lot in South Dallas and is building a new house. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited! I can't wait. That's wonderful. This is, I mean, this is what we need. We need the younger family seeing the value of South Dallas now before they come in and try to take it away from us. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hi, Hello. on the air. Hey, Gene Redhead Bunny, y'all stop spitting that true fire out of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can't. Y'all are- Y'all acting like grown-up boys and girls on Saturday. Well, you know, hey, you know, somebody got to do it. Today is the 18th. You know what's uh, on the horizon for for the Capitol? Do you not? Yeah, I've heard. I've heard that they are quite prepared. Uh, the Pentagon did not authorize uh, the National Guard uh, to be to to carry weapons. Uh, so. The National Guard will be there, but they will not. They will have batons. They tell will us, not, brother. Tell us what you weapons. think is going to happen. Uh, I actually believe that there will be a malform. What I heard uh, rumbling behind the scene is that after the great reinforcement defense and what have you, and they know that you know we got initiated January sixth, <laughs> so they decided to heard the call and told them to kind of stamp it down. And they got little offshoots that's going to be popping out around the country in the real red area. That's what I heard, too. That's exactly what I heard. So you think it's dangerous? You think it's going to be dangerous? Oh, oh, certainly, certainly. Because this is what's going on. Just as you guys were talking about Dallas here, Mm -hmm. it is a known fact that the status quo have no real uh, plan to allow anything to take them out of power or to make anybody run shoulder to shoulder with them, they will stay in power however they can by hook or crook. And that has been documented throughout history. Just so you guys were talking about the clans came in here in Dallas, start bombing house, whatever. If you read the history of Louisiana, if you read Mississippi, you read all over, you will see that. There is a certain persuasion that plans to stay in regardless. Kaepernick was vilified for taking a knee yep. by Donald Trump, old 45. Yep. Now, Kaepernick would never have attacked the Capitol. We have the <laughs> intelligence in America today is stating that America's biggest threat today is not Afghanistan, nope. it's not the Haitians, it's not the Mexicans at the border. Nope. America's biggest threat today is domestic terrorists within the USA. Domestic yep. terrorists right. from white people. Thank you so much. We've Thank got, you, got some people Thank waiting. Thank you so much. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Uh, good morning, Gina Bonnie. Good morning. Uh, did you, since you mentioned the vaccine, that's mm-hmm. one important thing that people in America are overlooking. You can't just vaccinate the Western countries. Right. You have to vaccinate the entire world. Mm-hmm. If you just vaccinate people in the Western world and the virus is allowed to uh, mutate in other parts of the world, it will eventually get back to the Western world. That's right. Mm-hmm. So you That's can't right. be racist with the vaccine. Right. Mm-hmm. You have right. to distribute the vaccines to everyone and get herd immunity throughout the That's entire right. planet. None of us. You're just going to be. None of us are safe until all of us are safe. 
You're I absolutely right, brother. You are so right. That's, that's one thing that I think this this pandemic is revealing things that have been covered over by cultural societies, uh, normal way of life. Okay, let me let me ask you to let me ask you to comment on this. This came from the Secretary General of the United Nations. He said, quote, that the world is moving in the wrong directions. A pivotal moment where continuing business as usual could lead to a breakdown of global order and a future of perpetual crisis. I don't think he was talking about the pandemic. I think he was talking about inequality, yeah. economic inequality. Yeah. But anyway, right. that was in the Associated Press and reprinted in the Dallas Morning News. What do you think? Well, the pandemic is uh, spot highlighting, spotlighting, if you will, inequality. Absolutely. Where you have a few people, 10% of the world population, controlling 90% of the resources of the economics. Mm -hmm. And they're not distributing it equitably. If yeah. you have $160 billion, you could give away $60 billion to provide for services for uh, the working people. You could, you but they don't do that. $100 billion. Mm -hmm. No, they don't. During and the that's, pandemic... That's part of the let me, let me add some statistics to your argument there. During the pandemic, United States billionaires saw their wealth go up 55% from $2.95 trillion to $4.56 trillion. Just the gains they made over the last year of this pandemic alone could pay for almost 70% of Biden's job plan. <gasps> what do you think of that, brother? Right. <clears throat> well, that doesn't count the, the tax cuts that Trump initiated for he was first elected. That's right. Four mm -hmm. trillion dollars. That, that enabled 50 or 40 or 50 billion dollar companies to pay zero tax. Mm -hmm. That would be able to provide for uh, Biden's initiatives also. Wait, don't, so, you, don't you find it interesting that their wealth grew by four trillion or, or is at four trillion dollars? Four and a half. Four and a half trillion dollars. And that's what Trump left as a deficit when he left office. Four and a half trillion dollars. So he just took the money from the government and gave it to his wealthy buddies. Yeah, but it what wasn't from pal. the government. It was from the taxpayers. Well, from us. That's from us. Yeah, he got the money from us and gave it mm -hmm. to his wealthy buddies. What a what a pal. Do you agree with that, brother? Well, of course, that this happens every time there's a Republican administration yes, sir. in office. Yep. Mm -hmm. They always loot the Treasury. Yeah. And then the Democratic uh when people get tired of it, they and open their eyes or whatever you want to call it, and they elect a Democrat. The Democratic Party rebuilds the economy yep. and rebuilds the government coffers. And the cycle keeps going again. And then the Republicans so, take it and give it away to the rich people. Yep. Well, we appreciate right. that very much. We got a, we got some people waiting though. Nine seven two six four seven. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Uh, good morning, Gene and Bunny. Good morning. Good morning. I, I have a question for you all, and I guess maybe the audience if they want to chime in. Uh, what do you call the situation when people speak of? the United States, but they say they use the word America, you know. Uh -huh. uh, is, is, is there a term to describe that state of mind that causes that misnomer, that misuse of the word? Uh, 
So there's uh, forgetting all about Canada and Mexico and Guatemala (laughs) and Brazil and all that. Because that's America too, right? Right. Is it that they don't consider uh, Haiti a part of America? I know what Uh, the problem is here. I know what the problem is here on the radio. It is too hard to say United States, especially with an apostrophe. (laughs) So you you end up saying America when you mean United States. Yeah. You're absolutely Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I was, you know, I've always tried to answer that question to myself, but thank Mm -hmm. you very much. Thank you. Thank you. When you're doing the possessive, this is silly, but when you're doing the possessive, that's a smart guy. You you know, something that the United States' statistics, (laughs) see, it's hard, but you can say America's statistics. Right, that's easy. Possessive, you know, and it's easy. That's one reason we do it on the radio. Uh, Good morning. Thanks uh, for calling Cano in. Hello. And thanks for waiting. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, uh, you know, we're in this situation where a lot of times we know what's happening to us, but we don't want to uh, make a change. We know it's already been stated, and uh, most people who are over 18 already know that the current capitalistic uh, system pits the uh, poor people against each other due to their ethnic grouping. Mm-hmm. Right? We all know that. Divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. If we all know that, Gene, by now, how come we can't change our thoughts and join together? That's and, an interesting question. What's about, your idea? What, what's your theory? Well, my theory is go find somebody that's not part of your ethnic group and see if you can start a business with them or maybe ask them to come help you cut your grass. So on, on the personal level. Their grass. On a personal level, we mm-hmm. know we know what the pro we know what to do we know what capitalism is doing to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's the, where's the psychology behind that? Are we so bound up in this money exchange? Yep. That we are that we are going to allow capitalism to continue to do that to us? Well, yep. let, let me we bring so up let me let me test this idea out on you. Polls show, I got this from uh, from uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. She said, "Quote." Polls show that Americans don't believe the rich pay their fair share, but Republicans keep lowering their taxes. Gallup polls, as far back as 1992, have shown that the vast majority of Americans want to tax the rich more, she says. Do you think that's true? Gene, mm-hmm. Gene that's probably true, but that's a distraction. Oh, it's that a distraction. That conversation you just said is a distraction. Mm. So me, as the white poor guy, won't concentrate on what I just said before that. If if, mm-hmm. if we will group together as poor and people in poverty, then we could tax the rich. Ethnic, it would ha- it would happen. Uh-huh. It would happen on its own, Gene. If the ninety nine percent vote, the one percent won't matter. Okay. If we would stop calling people Republicans doing this. Oh, and uh-huh. doing okay. That, yeah, well. Wait a minute. So no name calling, you're saying. Let me say my piece. Mm-hmm. If, if, because, you know, it was, it was for 100 years here in Texas, first 100 years of its existence until 1968, it was all Democrats in charge. Yeah. Okay. That part of our history was not that pretty either. So we got to get off of the Democrat who okay. done this wrong, oh, okay. the Republican done this wrong, okay. and realize it's capitalism. Okay, okay, and we get when we need to all start loving each other, but we got to take a break right now. Thank we'll be right you. Back.
Johnny Mathias and Gene Lance back on the workers beat 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNWN. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. Hey, good morning, brother. Brian and Gene. Yeah. Uh, they know good we uh, the rich man ain't going to be paying no tax. They have a good get a tax from, from the poor people. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, Biden but, is trying to raise taxes right now. And uh, there's a, a, some one of the organizations has took out ten million dollars worth of advertising to try to convince people that they don't want to tax the rich. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. I'm sorry, that's, that's funny to me. <laughs> that's about the size of it. Like that, all that hate going on in the mouth of the other players too. Yeah, there's but big money in hate. The, yeah. the, the clans the in the main one and white name. Yep. All right. Alright, we appreciate your call. We got people in the we got people here that Bonnie wants to introduce. All right, thanks, brother. I appreciate it so much. Introduce them, Bonnie. Who is that? I'm so excited. In the studio today, we you know, the we had the Rolling Stones tickets to give away, right? Uh-huh. So Charles Foster and his lovely wife uh, won the tickets to go to the Rolling Stones, and they're here in the studio to pick up their tickets. And they're going to and go to the Rolling I'm, Stones concert. And they're going to go to the Rolling Stones concert together. I, You've seen the Stones before, but you haven't. So Charles has never seen the Stones before. This is up new for him. So I never saw the Stones. Uh, what? We had tickets here, and you didn't give them to me? I, I tr- you know... I tried. I talked. <laughs> I, and then after it's all over, I said, well, you know, KNON, the DJs and stuff couldn't enter. And mm-hmm. Christian goes, well, yeah, you could. I went, what? We could have done that. <laughs> well, oh, well, that's okay. I'd rather have one of our listeners have the pleasure of going to see the Rolling Stones. What I I'm just, proud of, though, so cool. is people donate to all of the programs that are on KNON, but the they, the winners were people who donated to, to our, our show. Program, to I think program. that's just so cool. That is that cool. Is we're going to take a picture coolest. with them and put it on our KNON uh, official, Facebook page. Official Facebook page. You can yes. call us at 972-647-1893. This is the best. I love it. Chicago, Chicago took out a full-page ad in the Dallas Morning oh News. Oh, my God, I saw To that. try to get people to leave Texas. Yeah. I said, hey, come on up here. <laughs> Come on to Chicago. Chicago's waiting for you. Come on. We don't have a crazy governor. Uh, we, we don't they said, have... In Chicago, we believe in every person's right to vote. And we believe what? the science should overcome COVID-19. What? And we believe in protecting reproductive rights in what? Chicago. So come on to Chicago and leave Texas behind. And I'm sorry. I just think that's freaking hysterical. It is. I hope it because I'm, I'm still, I'm old. I still read the newspaper, mm-hmm. the real physical newspaper every day. I sat down and opened that and I just died laughing. It was, it's, it's like, hey, Greg, Governor Hot Wheels, look, look, look at what Chicago did. <laughs> 972-647-1893. It's a talk show. You can call right. and you still got time a to get your point right. of view out. I found good news. I have to really look for good news. I know, and you've done really well today. You've for had, working you've, families, you've, most of the news is bad. Not good, yeah. They, they cut off the, the money for uh, uh, people. They, they cut off the eviction moratorium, so yep. the evictions are going on. They cut off the extra 
payment for unemployment, so yep. they're trying to starve you back to work. Of course, they cut that off here in Texas back in June. But so, uh, you know. the bad news overwhelms the good news. That's why I keep looking for the good news. But the good news is that the National Women's Soccer League Players Association, which is NWSLPA, it has become the AFL-CIO's 57th affiliate. Oh, my gosh. That's wonderful. And, and on that note, mm-hmm. they negotiated, and they're going to get the same pay as the men. The women's soccer players that's are going right. to get the same pay as the men. That's right. That is wonderful news. Same contract. That's, that's the, board. the power of unionism. That's it. The power of getting together and organizing. Go and you were Megan. telling me before the show, too, that the AFL-CIO has announced that the percentage of workers in the workforce that are organized has gone up. 10.8%. It's up from 10.7, and and it's 10.8. And 68% of Americans polled believe everybody should have the right to join a union and would like to join one if they were if it was available. They haven't been right able place. to get the the uh, law changed. <sighs> the the Pro Act. The government is dead set against organizing. And uh, they have been passing law after law that makes it harder and harder to organize. And that's what the PRO Act is all about. The PRO Act is there to uh, remove the obstacles, to allow people to organize, Mm -hmm. uh, and put the the labor back in the National Labor Relations Board uh, and get rid of all these right-to-work laws. What's PRO stand for? Protect the right to organize. Okay, let's kind of have a caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. Good Hi. morning. One, one of my favorite shows for the weekend. It really gets my weekend going. Good, Good. thanks. And, and I am not uh, against vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, believe in it and everything. But it's one thing I would like to hear, and even from the doctors, uh, the scientists and everything. And now I wonder, uh, since I get the vaccine, mm-hmm. no one is, is telling us how it is developed and what ingredients are they using, what is being used to develop vaccines, new vaccines, mm-hmm. and it's probably too late now. I've seen some funny things about that. People say, well, you eat hot dogs and you ain't got no idea what's in that. (laughs) And then you worry about what's in the vaccine. Oh, yes, we do. They they told us what hot dogs do to you. you (laughs) People still eat them. Yeah. They told us that. Uh But they, I mean... There is not fetal tissue in the in the vaccine. That Mm -hmm. is a fact. And it does not turn you magnetic. It does not turn you magnetic. That (laughs) is a fact. It does not make you sterile. It does not affect reproduction Mm -hmm. at all. Pregnant women should get the vaccine so you don't die. And and this was in the this was in the. This was in the Washington Post and repeated in the Dallas Morning News. Unvaccinated people are 10 times more likely to be hospitalized and 11 times more likely to die than the people who got the vaccine. That pretty much tells me. What I say, my question is, what are you using to develop the medicine? Mm They've been working. Okay, they've been working on this COVID Mm -hmm. vaccine 
for 20 years. Really? Because it's a it's SARS. Do you remember SARS? Does everybody remember SARS? Uh-huh. When SARS came out of China and they started trying to develop a vaccine against SARS. That was bird flu. That was a yeah, kind of mm-hmm. a, a H1N1 maybe was the I don't know. It's no different than the years it took to develop the flu vaccine. Mm-hmm. This was already being worked on before it exploded. Uh, yeah, but, 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 but do they tell us what goes into the... Yes, yes, it's available. It's available for the public to look at if you want to see it. If you understand all that technical garbage and all that... we got to move on. There's people waiting. Okay, I'm Good, sorry. Good morning. We, Thanks we for got calling. another caller. Thank you. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yes. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, yeah. sir. And thanks for waiting. Uh, okay. Hi, uh, Buddy and Jean. I was calling uh, on the last show. They were saying about the uh, dumping of the 667 new laws. And the guy that was talking was saying uh, ignorance is no uh, excuse for, you know, law. And I was wondering where could what, where would you go to, to read about or uh, go through those 667 Dumping uh, of new laws. Well, that's a really good question, and I can tell you a good answer yep. as far as working families are concerned. If you want to stay right on top of the issues for working families, send an email to Ed Sills. It has, his, email, his address is ed at texasaflco.org. TexasAFLCO.org. Ed at TexasAFLCO.org. Or you can send an email to me and I'll send it to him. Yep. GeneLance19 at gmail.com. Because Ed stays right on top of all the legislation, especially coming out of Austin. Yeah. And, and any other news affecting working families. And you get it every day. And and you can you can Google the Texas legislature and you can look at all that stuff. If you want to look uh, at the old if ones. If you yeah. want to look at all the bill, bills that were passed, they are all there. Unfortunately, they're all in legalese. Uh-huh. So good luck. But uh, I, I'd rather get it from Ed because yeah, Ed's already Ed's, digested it. Yes. He already knows what it means and he already knows... Which side yep. we're on. That's the important thing. I just got a two and a half inch thick packet to go in my Texas election law binder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half inches that I got to add to the, or add and subtract. That's how thick it is. That's just, that's the amendments and the stuff that is changed in the Texas election code. Okay. Oh, Do we have anybody Lord. waiting, Pierre? Okay, well, let me get this in there because it's good news. It's more good they news. They had a referendum in California. They were going to try to overthrow the governor. <laughs> and the, 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 if the next guy got like 12% or something, he would be the new governor. Oh they had this God. terrible law. It's horrible. Yeah, it's a really stupid they're law. Gonna re, they're going to be looking at but that. But the recall went very well, and the governor oh won God. with 65% of the vote. So he almost doubled the opponents here. And yeah. the Communication <laughs> Workers of America, Bonnie's Union, yes. took credit because they had people on the phones. And they said, quote, our activists read out, reached out to every single CWA member in the state through the weekly phone banks. That's said awesome. CWA District 9 Vice President. He said, quote, we did not waver in our commitment to fight against this shameful attempt to undermine our democracy, and I have never been more proud be part of the CWA and the labor movement. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. I got to tell you, that was people really didn't get it 
mm-hmm. when they first started the recall election, folks yeah. really weren't on they board. They thought it was just whether you yeah, liked the like, governor yeah, well, or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then all of a sudden, Larry Elder, who is the only black white supremacist I have <laughs> ever known, and he openly calls himself a white supremacist. Yeah. Yes. He's a crazy... And he nearly became the governor because yes. Yes. the way the stupid law works... Is that if if the governor doesn't get fifty one percent, then he's down. He's and down. Whoever did get the most, and there was forty six of them. Yeah. So they yeah. divide. The idea is to divide the vote up. Yep. And so somebody gets ten percent, ends yep. up becoming the governor. Yep. And when they figured out that Larry Elder was endorsed by <laughs> President Trump, and mm-hmm. actually he was trying to be Trumpier than Trump, mm-hmm. all of a sudden everybody in California went, "Holy crap! What are we doing? We got to vote." Liz Schuler from the AFLCO said, quote, Union members and our families made the difference in this recall election by rejecting the recall and ensuring that Governor Newsom can continue his work building a stronger, more prosperous California. So, and I want to add to the whole staff of the Texas AFLCO was on those phones. Yeah. Because they published a picture of themselves on the phones. That's great. And uh, they That's were great. just Texas, Texans calling Californians. Well, you know, we have to we have to help each other. Yeah. I mean, that's because we're we're better together. I was proud so of you them. Know. 972-647-1893, but you better hurry because we're running out of time. I'm proud to be part of the labor movement. Mm-hmm. I really am. It's it's pretty exciting. I got one more good news. Oh, one more. Voter ID. They just lost a lawsuit, by the way, on voter ID. I think it was in, I don't know, Virginia or someplace. No, South Carolina. South Carolina. Voter ID, which passed easily in Texas and other states, failed in Nebraska. Oh. So, so hooray for Nebraska today. Here's some more bad news. Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, two guys, own more wealth than 40% of Americans combined. Can we rocket them into space and just leave them there? Yeah, that's a lead. And then take their money and split it up? What do y'all think? When they add it all (laughs) up, they don't have as much money as those two guys. Well, I think we should take them and first we take all their money, then we put them in rockets and send them into space and just leave them up there. And then we can disseminate the wealth back to the people that actually made it for them. An alarm. Another a private country company is trying to get approval to dump even more and worse waste, nuclear waste, yeah. in West Texas. Well, they only want to leave it there for 40 years. There's a company here in <laughs> Dallas that, that got, they got them, let them put low-level waste in, in yeah. West Texas. And we waste said at management. that time, they're going to dump the high-level waste there, too, Yep. if they if they get if away they with this. If they get this. away with it, yep. And they're, That's they're very what they're close trying. to doing it. But even the governor's against it. So <gasps> What? So possibly the legislature will stop them. You know, I got it figured out. Death Santis, death sentence. That's DeSantis in Florida. Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis, death sentence. Yeah, Ron, <laughs> death sentence. It's like Governor Hot Wheels. Uh, they have a contest someplace to see how many of their constituents they can kill. Do and whoever really? wins gets the Republican nomination for president. Whoever, die, whoever gets the most dead people yeah. in their state. What do y'all think? I think that's what they're doing. The that's what it looks of, like. The governor of Florida has been raising money from rich people in Dallas, Texas. Yes, isn't that nice? So, isn't that nice? He's kind of stepping on the toes of the governor of Texas. Yeah, well, I don't think he cares. Well, we don't have much time. We've got, we've got to go. We got, we're going to make room for the best music you ever heard on KNON. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie. Whoops.
Peace.